Welcome back to the Called Not Qualified podcast. I'm Owen. And I'm Natalie. And today we're joined by Amanda Stank. Hi, y'all. So why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what you do for a living? Yeah, um, like I said, my name is Amanda. Um, My home life is I am a wife and a mom. So I am married to Jake. And then we have three kids. We have Santana, who is 11, Memphis, who is 10, and Logan, who is 7. And then during the day, I work at a company called Venture as the Mild Engagement Coordinator. Cool. So at Venture, that you've started working there pretty recently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about how you got involved with Venture and the event that's coming up that you do with them? Yeah, sure. So... Um, it's kind of a long story, so bear with me, but, um, in a little bit of backstory about what Venture is. So Venture is a nonprofit company, um, who we are kind of targeting, um, the tough places of the world. And so we are looking for the places that are the most unsafe, unreached, and under-resourced. Um, a lot of our help, um, is partnering with those that are in Southeast Asia, because that's kind of like where all of those kind of things are. Um, like two big numbers to kind of help people understand what Venture does is we are going to the place where less than 2% um, of people have received, uh, heard about the gospel. Um, and then less than 1% of all Christian giving goes there. Um, so, and then the kind of the other part of my job is I, um, am the founder of Run For Her, which is a women's trail run. And what we do with that is we train to run either eight miles or 16 miles. And all of our fundraising is going towards women um, who are in need. And so it's very community-based. It's women helping other women um, through trail running. Awesome. And so that is next weekend, correct? It is. Yes. And so that's kind of why she's joining us today so that we can talk a little bit about that and how... Um, yeah, how you got involved with that. So let's just, I don't know, should we jump into the yeah. main conversation? If you just want to tell us a little about, bit about how you kind of felt like that was something that you were being called to start and just kind of where the idea came from. Yeah, I'd love to. So um, it's kind of two parts. So at Westbridge Church here in St. Michael, there's an event called Fathers for the Fatherless, and that's where um, a bunch of awesome guys get together, they ride 100 miles, and they are fundraising uh, through Venture as well, the same company that I work for now. And um, I think it was two summers ago where all the the wives and the moms were all cheering these guys on. And at the end of it, we were all kind of looking at each other and asking, like, where's the women's event? Like, what are we going to be able to do through this? Um, and so I kind of took that idea. I stuck it in my pocket. I was like, well, I don't know what I'll do about this, but it was definitely a need that I was noticing. Um, and then fast forward to like about a year later, um, a number of women where we all kind of got together and we were having some time away from our families and just reconnecting with each other. And we happened to be doing trail running. And what we realized after those two to three women kind of grew to like eight to ten, we realized that there has to be like other women out here who need this in their lives um, that would find it just as beneficial. So we took that, I took that original need along with this specific way of doing that 
Um, and we kind of put those two things together. And that's how Run For Her was born. That's awesome. And so last year was the first mm-hmm. time it happened, correct? Yep. Um, and how, why don't you just tell everyone, like, how many women approximately did it last year and how many are signed up to do it this year? Yeah, um, I'm actually going to take you a step further back, too, in that, like, when we first started, I really thought that we'd have, like, 20 women, we'd raise, like, $10,000, um, which is significant, and that would be really awesome, um, but what happened is we put this event together, and we ended up having 64 women complete their miles, and we raised a little over $41,000, so it was a firm, definitely, like, this is definitely yeah. a need, it's something that took off, and um, this year, we do have, you know, a lot more people. Specifically, we have 110, I believe, that are signed up at this oh, wow. point. Um, and I would love to raise like $60,000 this year. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So going into the topic, so this is the Call Not Qualified <laughs> podcast, and we've kind of, we haven't talked too much in our recent episodes about that exact topic, mm-hmm. but we we wanted to do that today. Um, so you kind of walk, uh, walked us through this a little bit, but like, how did you know that this was, you know, you were being called to do this and that God was calling you to do this? Yeah, that's a great question. And I had to process this myself quite a bit because uh, my story is a little unique in that we kind of fell into it. Um, and so the called part was definitely just more of affirmations along the way. Um, Like I said, our expectations were pretty easy in the beginning. I had thrown some events together before and I was like, I can handle this, just 20 women. Um, But then when it like took off the way that it did, I was like, I think we're on to something. And then I had originally just started off with like three other people on my leadership team as well last year. Um, And then again, another affirmation is we fairly easily brought on another two leaders, you know, to help with the workload. And so it just keeps being these little steps of, okay, take a step forward and the support is coming, you know, from different ways, whether it's like people financially supporting through donations or participants signing up or people that are just happy to join the leadership team. So that's kind of the way that I've kind of looked at it. Um, This year, I would say that those big affirmations are coming in in that um, we have even more people. So that's another one. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, I was honored to receive the uh, Extra Miles Award through Venture at their gala, which is a huge honor. Um, and again, like another affirmation, like, okay, we're on the right track. This is like gaining a lot of traction. And then I was offered a job through Venture, you know. So prior to this, I was a children's director um, at our church, and that was awesome. And then to kind of get this next opportunity where I can kind of do the same thing we did with Run For Her, like provide some structure and some good outlines and being able to do that in my job full time, really great. So those are all like the numbers like that I think like are amazing. But I would say the biggest reason why I can feel like I'm called to this is because I'm releasing the results in different women's lives. Um, The women that ran last year never thought in a million years they could run eight miles or 16 miles. Um, And to see that in a way I was able to convince them to just try it, like take that first step, sign up, just have that little yes, 
follow the training plan, do something that you never thought that you would ever be able to do, um, that's amazing. And then, like, the next level up is to see these women taking these steps of faith outside of our run. So our run built confidence in them that they can now carry that out into all the different areas of their life. Mm -hmm. So it's a really long way of saying (laughs) that, yes, totally called, um, and just really, like, getting those affirmations along the way step by step to keep going down the path that I'm on. That's awesome. And obviously those affirmations are really helpful to help you know that you were called, but was there ever a moment where it was maybe a little harder to see that you were called or a little harder, maybe struggling a little bit with the idea of whether or not you were qualified to be leading something like this? Yeah, absolutely. I can think of two specific points. So it was about, um, well, it was like the last month of planning of last year. I was already had a full-time job as a children's director, and this was just kind of a fun add-on that we thought was just going to be fun, but it ended up being this big monster that we were having to, like, organize. Um, and so at that point, I was like, I can't do this. And I'm a very much a, let's just put a plan together. We can do this. Like, no big deal. But I really had to depend on other people. Um, and that's where I felt amazed to have, see, like, God bringing those certain people in at that specific time. Um, to like know that you're right, you can't do this on your own. So you're going to have to reach out. You're going to have to get that help. Um, the other part too where I got like really nervous is we were about, I think, a week out of our deadline for this year to sign up. And we, I believe at the time, had less people signed up for the race um, at this time than we had completed last year. And Although it shouldn't be about numbers, it is. Like, it's a comparison. Like, right, you want to be able to build. You want to build on that success. Um, And I remember at that moment where I was like, this isn't my thing. Like, I had to, like, really just give it over to God and be like, you know what? Whatever you want this to be, like, one, my self-worth can't be tied to it. And two, like, it's truly up to him. Like, it's going to be, like, whatever it has to be. Um, And so... (laughs) Thankfully, it all turned out. We had, like, a lot of, like, runners that did sign up in that last week. Like, a lot of runners. We almost doubled our sign-up. But those are two specific points where I'm like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really awesome, though, is that if God does call you to something, he'll give you the confidence and he'll give you the people and just the encouragement along the way. Mm -hmm. If if he's called you to do it, he's going to give you the means to keep going with it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I felt every step of the way. Mm Mm-hmm. So what would be your encouragement for anybody else out there who's listening who feels like God is calling them into something or feels like God has already called them into something, but now they're kind of struggling to see that a little bit? Just what would be your encouragement? Yeah, that's a really great question. I would say the first one is to have confidence in the God that called you, Mm -hmm. Um, in that don't put so much pressure on yourself. Like, kind of like my journey is like, we are taking one step at a time. Let's just see how, like, how far down this trail, like we have to, like we're, he's going to take us. Um, and so just to know that you have someone that does truly care about you, that you're not just left out, you know, by yourself. And so having confidence in God that since he called you to kind of do that and to take it one step at a time. Um, the other thing that I realized is that you come to this intersection where you have to realize that it's not about you at all. Um, in that 
in order for me, like if I didn't say yes to this, I wasn't allowing other people to say yes to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said yes, it opened the floodgates for all these women to say yes and to change the lives of other women locally and literally on the other side of the world. And so there was like this conviction almost of like, I don't want them to miss out. Mm-hmm. Um, so realizing it's not about you. Um, and then just little things like like daily things, like finding peace through prayer. prayer. And again, that's like constantly just giving it over to God. It's not yours. You know, you're just there to kind of help it along. Um, surrounding yourself with people that, um, are a good support system, you know, so I have this awesome, 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 um, team of directors, you know, that we do for Run For Her. These women are not paid. They're completely volunteer. We have been showing up about once a month, if not more, on Monday mornings at 6.15 a.m. at Dunn Brothers, like once a month since November, Um, you know, so surrounding yourself with people like that, that are there for you and to like hold you accountable, right? Like, cause I might have a really great idea, but what if it's not, you know, to still have those people around you. Um, and I think lastly, and it kind of ties into like giving it to God, but realizing that as a founder of Run For Her, I am simply just stewarding this. I'm not the owner of it. You know, it's coming at it with your palms up and not such tight fists about it all. Um, I don't think this is the case, but this could be our last year run for her. And I have to be okay with that, right? Or maybe someone else is going to come along and that does this way better than I do. And I have to be okay with that. Um, so those are my main things as an encouragement, you know, finding peace through prayer, finding your support and having the right perspective going into it that it's not yours in the first place. Yeah. I think that's so good is realizing that if it's something that God has given you, it's so much, so much bigger than yourself and you just have to be willing to say yes to whatever he's calling you into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think obviously we want want the focus of this episode to be on run for her, but if I could just jump in real quick, like with starting this podcast, I think what you were saying there, I was really relating to that because you know, we had this idea to start this podcast. And so it feels like it's, you know, it's ours. Like it was our idea. We made, you know, we made this podcast, but I think we have to step back and remember that, you know, we made this for, because we felt called, you know, we both had this idea kind of at the same time. And we realized that, you know, maybe this is something that we're being called to do and that then we need to not get caught up in it being, you know, about how many people listen and about, you know, how good each episode sounds Mm -hmm. and that it's more just about, you know, people hearing about God and that, yeah, mm-hmm. we need to focus on, yeah, what God's doing through it and not as much about ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about how being called into something is bigger than ourselves and how it affects others. So through this and through starting Run For Her, what are the ways that you've seen this affect others in the community and around the world and just in your own faith as well? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of our fundraising, it does get focus um, for around the world. And I'll talk about that in a moment. We do have um, local partners as well. We always try to, you know, make sure we're taking care of our community. Um, but specifically on like around the world, the other side of the world, um, we are partnering with um, her. It's Himalayan Entrepreneurial Resources. And what they're really focusing on is women's empowerment. 
So we kind of hit it from three different ways. So we address medical crises, and that really is focused around feminine hygiene. Things that we as women and even men like wouldn't even think a second for about these things, but are a big deal for women on the other side of the world. Um, Gender-based violence. Um, So when in some of these villages, when a woman is pregnant, they will literally come in with an ultrasound machine to see the sex of the baby. If the baby is female, that baby is already like pre-bought, you know, from a trafficker. Um, And so things like that, that we can um, provide, you know, care for those people that we rescued, but also just general education in these villages. Um, And what's really unique about Venture's approach is we um, love to, like, give them their needs, right? So we see that a lot in humanitarian things. We provide food, you know, things like that, and, like, feminine hygiene products. But where the like everlasting change comes from is truly sharing the gospel. And we say that so much in the United States. And what does that mean, right? Like, but when you take someone who has a completely different worldview, that they are brought up to think that they are nothing. It could be because of their class. It could be because of their gender, whatever that is. They, all, they don't value themselves and therefore they don't value the people around them. So it sounds so crazy to us that a mother would sell their child which one is prompted because they need resources. They don't have food, right? They wouldn't do this unless they had to. But a lot of times they're not giving much thought to it because it has happened from generation to generation to generation. And so when you can kind of break that cycle and tell them like, hey, there is a God that loves you and literally does not care about the color of your skin, you know, what race you are, what sex you are, what, um, where you are in the class or the caste system, it changes their whole outlook on life, right? Because that's how you change entire villages. Um, So that is something that definitely kind of fuels us going forward. And then on top of that, what we love about her is that um, we are giving them not only like resources and we're giving them a different worldview, but we're also literally helping them. How are they going to put food in their mouths, you know, from here on out? So that's through different grants, mentorships, and general education. So that's kind of what we are you know, focusing through her. Cool. That's awesome. And then you said you you um, partner with some local mm-hmm. organizations. Is that um, so? Like right here in St. Michael, or more just in the state, or? Yeah, that's a good question. So this year we're partnering with Saving Grace, and what their primary focus on is homelessness um, with youth, uh, because they become the main targets for sex trafficking. Because the same thing, they're homeless they need food, you know, they need a place to stay. So they are easy targets. Um, in this particular um, organization, they work within a lot of counties within Minnesota, but in Wright County is one of those. Awesome. And then how have you, is there ways that you've seen through starting this, have you seen impacts in your own faith or through your own life? Yeah, de- definitely. Um, I would say that I've seen it most on like this side of things and though we're not even close to the end of this whole thing but um I can definitely see like this thread that's been woven through my life and if I you were to ask me like hey how is this going to help you in the future you know is this skill going to help you or is this relationship going to help you I'd be like I don't know Mm -hmm. I have no idea but now like being able to look on it in this side of it um the uh, amazing like 
craftsmanship of God, I guess is the best word that I can think of Mm -hmm. in all these little steps and people that have brought me to this point is astounding. And I think that you can, after you kind of come through something like this, you can never look at a different experience or relationship in the same light. Mm -hmm. Like everything truly is intentional and it's for a reason and it's brought me to where I am today. Yeah. I think things like this are things that make you realize just how intentional God is with everything that he does. And that if he's going to call you something and bring you into something, he's going to give you the skills to get there. And we've seen that time and time again throughout history and throughout the Bible, that if he calls people to something, he gives them the the people and the skills and just the ability to be able to do whatever he's called them to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we talked about some of those in our very first episode, some of the specific stories from the Bible. So that'd be a good one. If you haven't listened to any of the episodes before, that'd be a good one that kind of goes with this episode. Um, if you want to dive deeper into this topic. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing, less of a question, more of just a, a comment, but I think it's really cool that like you mentioned this early on in the episode, but that not only are you changing the lives of women in across the globe, but also the women that do it, that, you know, it's got such like a twofold, threefold impact, Mm -hmm. you know, that, those women are not only, you know, doing something physical with their bodies, you know, and improving that way, but also improving their faith mm-hmm. and that then they can feel like they're making an impact because they are, you know, raising that much money is making a huge impact. But then, yeah, that it goes all the way across the world. I think that's just like so amazing that it has all those impacts. Yeah, I'm glad you recognize that. Um It's not something we, we necessarily advertise, but it's become this amazing byproduct that women are getting into it and they're ending up at these group trail runs, uh, training runs. You know, we have one this morning and there's a good like 20 women that are coming together and they're having this community and it doesn't stop there. Like the race is going to be next weekend, but these same women are texting each other throughout the entire year. And to have that support system is, is amazing. For sure. We've already, in only nine episodes, we've already talked about community so many times on this podcast because we truly believe that it's something that's so important and I think that like you're saying I think the fact that it can just change lives just getting in community with other believers is just awesome the impacts that can have yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and as both of us are you know athletes as well I love the idea of combining athletics and you know physical training as well as spiritual training Mm -hmm. um yeah it's just such a cool aspect to be able to combine those things because I think sometimes we get caught up in watching, you know, sports on TV and stuff, and it just seems like maybe those two things can't go together as much, but they really can, and it really has a big impact when they do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I also just think it's so awesome that you're being willing to jump into this new thing and this leap of faith is able to have an impact on so many people. I think that's just so awesome, and I think it's a good reminder for everybody else out there, too, if there's something that you're thinking about to remember that it's, we've said this several times already, but it's bigger than you, and it's bigger than what you're feeling called into and that it can truly have many implications bigger than you could ever know or imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. And we're excited to see where it goes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I'm we. excited too. So with like, while we kind of wrap this up, if with the run being next week, is there any way that people, if they are, you know, maybe feeling called to support this after listening to you talk about it, is there a way they can do that still? Yeah, absolutely. So we do have a donation page um, that is super easy to access and you can donate to Run For Her in general. Otherwise, you can scroll down and find your favorite runner or someone you just 
feel like looks really great and <laughs> you can donate to them everyone's picture is on there um and then um like we said the the run is next weekend may 20th um we'd love for your physical support there too you know just come out and cheer people along um i can kind of provide our schedule so you can know when to come out and where but yeah we'd really appreciate that mm-hmm. yeah we will uh put the link to that page um maybe on our instagram and in the comments of the of the mm-hmm. podcast episodes so that people can find that and yeah that'd be great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i'm looking forward to being there i'll be there and uh i can't wait to watch all of you run and see what god continues to do through through you and through run for her Mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on and sharing this story we know that god is doing great things through you and it's just gonna continue to grow hopefully yeah thank you so much for having me um it's been an encouragement to just even be asked you know to kind of do something like this so like i said we're excited to see where it goes to mm-hmm. that's well, awesome thank you for listening and uh we will talk to you later Bye.